It's DTS 41. We have patch notes for 112, and all the information about House of Wolves the next month is going to be fantastic. Let's go. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What is up, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon. It is another round of Destiny the Show. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Diddy. How are you doing today? Very well. well. I'm excited to talk about the things we're going to talk about today. Oh, man, me too. I was really bummed, like, last week, as I explained. The House of Wolves thing <laughs> came out on Monday, and that seems to be the uh, kind of regular thing that happens with Destiny the Show, because we record on Sundays. But I just didn't like not having somebody to bounce ideas off of and talk. Like, it was so exciting, and I knew there was so much that you and I would want to discuss. But that is what today's show is for. I'm really looking forward to it. Tons of information about the Patch 112 notes, and then we get to talk House of Wolves, which I'm so excited about. Next month is going to go by in a breeze. Well, it's, it's less than a month now. No, no, it's the 19th today, so it's like straight up yeah, a month, right? literally a month from when we're recording this. Have you seen if it's a Tuesday? Like, what day is it coming out? Uh... Tuesday. It's got to be Tuesday. I feel like as gamers, we just totally expect Tuesday. Cause a Tuesday, Halo's a Tuesday, Destiny to Tuesday. It's like I don't know why they do that with games. It just must be like, and and our updates are on Tuesday as well. So, did you do anything fun this week? Uh, it was actually my birthday week. Oh so. no way! Wait, when was your birthday? On Friday, last oh, Friday. Oh, dude, late happy birthday! I'm sorry. Skype Thank you very didn't much. tell me. <laughs> That's because I didn't put it on Skype. That's right. Uh, but yeah, actually a total of like 10 Facebook friends sent me happy birthday. So that was pretty exciting. But they're friends that matter, right? Uh, not really. Okay. Well, I was <laughs> well, trying to make they it all ma- They all matter. Good. Good. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, the, the present that I got a rice cooker and oh. oh my gosh, if you've never had rice out of a rice cooker, you are missing out because next level it's, oh, it's so good. Like I love Asian food. And we usually just, we don't have rice because, you know, we don't want to just, you know, cook it, yeah. you know, take the hours it takes to cook rice or whatever. But the rice cooker, you just put the rice in there, you put the water in there. This is a really nice rice cooker too, by the way. Nice. And it, you just like, you set the time, say, I want rice at 7 p.m. Oh. And it's 5 a.m. in the morning and I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. It will start cooking the rice when it needs to, to have it ready by 7 p.m. This is clutch. And once you like, once you get the rice for your meal, you can set it to warm, and it'll keep it warm for 24 hours. That is legit. So, you, like, I can yeah. wake up tomorrow, like, Friday, you know, start cooking the rice on Friday, and then Saturday, wake up at noon, like a normal teenager or young adult, and I have rice for lunch with chicken or something. You know, yeah. it's, it's super awesome. You realize, too, your League of Legends ELO just went up, like, 300 ticks by you owning a rice cooker. <laughs> like, it's guaranteed. Have you have you ever seen a Team House tour? Sometimes they have four of them, man. Like, <laughs> you are now stepping into those re- links. Yeah, yeah. Words. <laughs> exactly. Well, happy birthday, man. That's exciting. Did you, you do any Destiny this week? I did. I just did the Nightfalls. I played on the PlayStation a little bit. I did the Weekly Heroics over there. Um, I got 74 revives in one Heroic Strike. Oh, so I that saw that nice. picture. <laughs> yeah, it's because one of our guys ran to the very back of Sepix. He fell off the map, and his revive bubble was so that whenever he was revived, he just fell off the map immediately. So I just sat there for like 10 minutes just reviving him over and over again. 
Everybody's getting their skirmish game on, man. Trials of Osiris looms in the distance. You've got yeah. everybody putting their tri-haired pants on and getting in the skirmish playlist. I jumped in, and man, that, that stuff's hard. <laughs> you got a good squad. That's one of my favorite playlists in the game, for sure, dude. Like, a lot of fun. I only bought The Last Word this week. That's the only amount of time that I put into it. And I, I checked out the jukebox. I got to see the new PvP uh, ammo indicators that are put uh, into the game through 112, which we're going to talk about in the patch notes. But, man, Last Word being sold rip crucible just kidding just kidding <laughs> everybody likes to make a bigger deal out of it than it was remember when red death went on sale oh gosh it's gonna be red deaths everywhere yeah there yeah were that was right amount. before the iron banner was released and red death was one of the primary weapons in the iron banner i remember that yeah but i mean like now it's leveled itself out quite a bit so yeah definitely we'll see i've been playing dragon age inquisition and dark souls 2 scholar of the first sin because i'm just working on videos for those doing chill things as we wait for house of wolves but yeah man overall good week i'm planning on doing a whole lot more destiny now that i've got the last word i want to get that thing maxed out as soon as i can so i can go blah, blah, blah. it's That's, so fun it looks great the animation of it is just so cool <laughs> man uh yeah let's get into the news Today's show is going to be very news heavy. Why? Because we finally have things to talk about. We're going to be talking about the patch notes for 112, the weekly update, and House of Wolves stuff. Things that we weren't able to discuss last week. Let's get into the weekly update. It came out on Thursday. Didn't say a whole lot of stuff. Now, the purple, purple ball has been reborn. Shinier, more metal, but just as purple in spirit. Diddy, have you seen the new ball in the tower? Oh, it's not new, but the updated tower ball yeah i'm looking at the screenshot now it looks pretty sweet now what's interesting about this screenshot the bungee weekly update comes out on thursday there's a picture of the purple ball but the guardian in the screenshot has a last word equipped so let's fuel the conspiracy theories that zur is (laughs) planned because zur of course sold the last word the very next day coincidence i think not (laughs) i don't know am i am i reaching for straws did he no, of course not. We're part of the Destiny community. We don't do that. No, we just make four videos about why it could be a possibility of maybe the potential of it occurring down the road at a point. So, all right, everybody, the Reef, we're going to get a chance to look at it this upcoming Wednesday. The House of Wolves reveal stream begins Wednesday, April 22nd, 11 a.m. Pacific. That is uh, 12... Your time. Yeah, my time, which is, is Mount Standard. And then and it's then, one your time, right? Yes, that's U.S. Central. Central. And, and it's two. two Eastern, right? <laughs> there you go. Man, I don't know why that threw me. Because they're the same. They're Pacific. I always know in 343s is just, I don't know why. So they're going to be showing a tour of Vestian Outpost. Meet the vendors with whom you'll trade bravery for treasure. Learn about their motivations and objectives. Creative director Christopher Barrett will be your guide. Special community guest G- Gotha Lion. Did I say it right? I don't watch him. Is he a YouTuber? I don't either. I don't no, either. no, no, no. I know who he is. He's on Twitch all the time. He's like the not bro man Twitch streamer for Destiny. Oh, yeah. Not bro man. We'll ask the questions Gothalian. about what the next expansion to Destiny means for all of us. There we go. Somebody who watches him all the time is going to be like, man, Diddy and Dragoon are awful. We got a tweet asking us, what are some other great podcasts in the scene? And, and you and I, we listen on occasion. Uh, we like playing Destiny's podcast. We like Guardian uh, radio podcast. But you and I generally are spending all of our time researching for this show, playing Destiny or all of the above, you know? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 
All right, let's get into the patch notes. That's really it. They talk about bugs and stuff like that. There's, of course, the community shout-outs and the movies of the week. And I didn't watch the racing mode video. Did you? No, I didn't. And I the, think yeah. we should point out that these uh, the Reef Tour is going to be on Bungie's Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Bungie. Oh, cool. I know Perfect. some people were asking about that. What's Bungie's Twitch channel? It's it's just twitch.tv slash Bungie. I wonder if they own that, if somebody swooped it at the right time, or if these companies purchased them. I've always thought about that. So. It's probable. If they wanted to buy it. And then the week after, by the way, there's another stream. Then the week after, there's another stream. So for every Wednesday for the next three weeks, until House of Wolves comes out, you want to be watching their stream. They're going to be showing off lots of cool things. And I think this week... Is this the week we find out about upgrades, like how the new upgrade system works? I think it is. I think so, yeah. I think yeah. they've mentioned that they're, they're going to talk about upgrades. If not this week, then next week. Which I want to talk about when we get to the uh, portion on House of Wolves. Because you were saying that Vault of Glass weapon and armors are getting bumped up to the tier of like current rate. Is yeah. that correct? So the weapons are going to 365 damage, which yeah. is the next upgrade. and. Okay. I actually saw a Tefty Tef video this past week talking about, you know, are they going to bump up the uh, the raid level as well to a current light level, like level 34, Vault yeah. of Glass? Yeah. And with that, that would drop the current level uh, of weapons. But if you just do Vault of Glass on uh, level 30, are you going to get a level 30 Fatebringer or are you going to get a level 34 Fatebringer? So, so many it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. This is, I mean, that's a big deal for the hardcore community, how they handle end game progression. That's make or break for most of us here. So, all right, update 112 came out, the one with vault space and raid fixes. I'm going to go through some of the patch notes. You're going to get the link to the whole thing, but some of these are dominant. You don't need to hear me reading about glitches that they fixed. So the big deal is vault capacity increased from 20 or increased to 24 armor slots, 36 weapon slots, and 24 general slots. So basically it used to be 20 20 and 20 was it 20 weapon slots that it yeah, used to be it was it was 20 across the board okay so you got four more armor slots four more general slots and 16 new weapon slots that's pretty cool uh colorblind support this one's really fun have you used this yet diddy yeah i'm just gonna stick with standard destiny but the other colorblind modes look pretty cool what about red engrams they now exist because <laughs> of colorblind mode <laughs> oh man uh, audio controls are now available in the settings menu. There's a volume control for voice, and you can also mute the music. This one for me is huge because for streamers, if you watch Broman, he likes to play music, and since there was no way to turn the Destiny music off, he would just mute the game audio altogether. Now we can finally have our own soundtrack playing and still hear the game audio, which is huge. I play Crucible. I want to listen to my own tunes and not that one song that plays in the background over and over again. So the huge <laughs> deal there. The item lock now allows players to prevent gear and weapon items from being accidentally dismantled. Did he put this great? This is for girlfriends and children, right? Yeah, basically. Girlfriends, yeah. wives, and children yeah. so that they don't dismantle yourself. Yeah, awesome. The purple ball has been reborn in the tower as an interactive sphere with a parallaxed energy core that grows with object velocity and tints based off the time of day. For the weapon changes, a bug was fixed that uh, caused a player to lose ammo when switching weapons while dead. I've run into that before. Fixed a bug where ammo consumables did not reliably replenish ammo. Pocket infinity behavior is less likely to fail during edge case conditions. Man, what is it with pocket infinity? It just... <laughs> it's trying to be relevant. Oh, man. Fourth <laughs> horseman weapon stats restored to originally intended values. And the perk changes, updated Thorn's first-person player feedback, poison effect. I don't know why they call it a poison. It's a damage over time. It's a mark of the devourer. 
and it used to be like orange and look like flame i haven't been hit with it in 112 yet is it green now yeah it's green okay it's it kind of gives your screen a green tint doesn't yeah. feel like you're on fire anymore right so. it's it looks like you're poisoned instead of on fire burning matches thorns look white nail perk no longer triggers on immune targets defensive reflex perk no longer triggers on throwing knives what is that do you know defensive reflex the don't touch me hunter gauntlets where you get hit by a melee you turn invisible mm. and so if you were hit by a throwing knife in crucible sometimes you would go invisible oh no way yeah it was like super weird because yeah. it's not a melee attack but it's <laughs> a melee attack it's it was weird and yeah. it just disappears Ooh. <laughs> performance bonus ammo on fusion rifles reduced to match shotguns and sniper rifles and fixed an issue introduced in 111 that allowed Icebreaker to persist ammo after respawn. I know Azure, or it was Aura in our group chat, was not happy about that one. Yeah, in 111, when you spawn with an Icebreaker, you could get like half a clip of ammo already. You don't have, you didn't have to wait for it to generate those six bullets. Yeah. And now they're removing it. And I thought that was kind of a cool bug. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's unfortunate they're taking it out. Well, it seems in line with their whole reduced special ammo. So, World changes. Players can now choose to wear their helmets in social spaces. We talked about this in last week's show. Quest loot pyramid baubles are now easier to spot. Those are the little triangles that give you things like black wax idols, right, Diddy? Yeah, exactly. They're a little bit bigger, I think. Added quest indicator badges to the tower when a quest is either completed or ready to turn in. They increased Crota's Bane reputation rewards on Eris Morn's bounties. Thank goodness. Eris <laughs> Thank Morn's God growing, I already have man. rank four. <laughs> I'm at three. I didn't want to go to four, man. I got so bored with Eris Morn's bounty quest, but now I can get that orange shader that she has, the flaming hot Cheeto shader. Oh, know? sunsetting. Yeah. yeah. Fixed a bug where Major Thralls had two jaws and two left hands. <laughs> nice. Fixed a bug where players equipped items did not receive experience from completing missions. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'd ever encountered that, but that sounds awful. Fixed a bug where the Black Garden level 30 featured story was incorrectly listed at level 28. Fixed a bug where heavy ammo consumables were not available for purchase from Xur. And now we get on to the fun stuff, the real deal here. Strike changes and raid changes, and there's not a lot, so get ready. The Volus Tariq, Tararik, man, it's so hard to say it. Like, I want to say Tariq. It's not, and everybody's going to correct me on it. But the Servus Vey, okay, they've increased Volus's strength, uh, or reduced Volus's strength by 33%. They reduced the number of major combatants in the Volus fight. They did this in an effort to make it uh, shorter because most people were not completing it. Is that correct? Yeah, they would just quit out before it started because it's just so long. The Volus fight, or it's just boring it's just boring yeah yeah and dust palace they reduced the number of major combatants in the scion flare fight and they lowered the strength on the scion flare shields did you think this is a good thing you have a ps4 yes absolutely it's much easier and it's less tedious excellent for vault of glass vault of glass will no longer display a highlighted activity notification despite players best efforts to remove it fixed a bug where splash damage could penetrate the aegis bubble uh shield relic melee attacks now land on minotaurs more consistently we talked about that last week apparently the hitboxes for them were kind of funky and minotaurs sometimes wouldn't take damage from the relic right right improved issues associated with walking through the teleport 
we've all experienced that, right? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just walk through and you're just not teleported. Yeah, back. you're in the like, same place. What's like, what's going on? <laughs> I, need, I need somebody to use the relic, please. Crota's end. Crota will now wait until fully standing before a sword attack. Yeah. Fixed a bug where the sword immediately despawned after killing a sword bearer. We've run into that. And swords will now last a full 30 seconds after being picked up. Was there a bug where they were lasting less than 30 seconds? I feel like yeah, we've run into sometime, that too. Sometimes they would just disappear after one down for yeah. Crota. Yeah. There's a lot of buggy stuff about that Crota fight that we've run into before. So The raids are a lot smoother since the patch. A lot smoother. That is good to hear. For PvP, this one is also the big arm of 112. They have greatly reduced the weighting of Blind Watch and Firebase Delphi in Control, Iron Banner, and Inferno Control. That's great. I don't like Blind Watch very much. I like Delphi, but, I mean, what do you think, Diddy? Firebase is okay, but Blind Watch is just horrible. Horrible. For Control, dude. I hate it. It's It's so miss... Is it C that spawns the closest to B? Yep. It is C and such B. an If you have map. C and B on that map, you win the game. It's done. Hands down. Yeah, A just goes into the slaughtering pits. So they fixed a bug where a player that was killed by an enemy could commit suicide and be revived for points. That sounds hilarious. A bug was fixed that prevented players from receiving points for neutralizing a control zone. They fixed a bug where capture points were not properly disabled after the game ends. Added incremental revive timers to skirmish and salvage. Each time a teammate revives you, it takes longer before you can be revived again. Currently, plus five seconds for each revive. That's interesting. That sounds like something they're getting ready for Trials of Osiris with. Maybe? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. definitely. I definitely noticed it playing Skirmish this week. Yep. Stopping power now requires shotgun kills instead of sprees. Target practice now requires hand cannon kills instead of sprees. And electrocutioner now requires fusion rifle kills instead of sprees. Are these bounty changes? Those are crucible bounty changes, yes. Wonderful. Anomaly for the map if you don't know that's the moon map added invisible physics over the pool table to keep people from hiding i know about that it's a little rooftop hiding spot that you can sit in for the shores of time they added kill volume to the open edge of a cave to keep players from hiding <laughs> the burning shrine they moved the spawn point to fix the camera view what what camera view like i play burning shrine a lot do you know what it is i have no idea okay Big news with ammunition. Crates are now visible for all players long before they are available to pick up with countdown timer added to show when they will arrive. These feel... I saw them. I used them. It's nice for new players, but I feel like it is a little bit too obvious. What about you? I mean, um, nitpicky. I don't know. Maybe that's stupid. I don't know. I, just, I didn't really bother. It doesn't really bother me. Quality of life change. We'll yeah. consider it that. Guardians no longer drop special ammo on death. They lowered the amount of special ammo picked up from crates from 50% to 25%. Special ammo crate respawn timer raised from 45 seconds to 120 seconds. There's way less special ammo in Crucible right now. They increase the drop radius when a friendly picks up a special crate from 20 meters to 100 meters. This is a huge change. You don't even have to be like remotely close now. So they slightly increase the interaction time on special ammo crates. So instead of 0.1 seconds to 0.8 seconds and reduce the number of special crates on the map and relocated them. So it was six to eight crates. Now it's three to five crates. Special and heavy ammo bricks now despawn when a player dies or on a timer. 20 seconds for special, 30 for heavy. This is to stop people from delaying their heavy ammo. If you didn't know, if you're within range, somebody pulls the heavy ammo, your brick falls on the floor. And in 111, you could just leave it. You could leave it for the rest of the game. You could come pick it up after deaths. It didn't matter. They didn't like this, so now it despawns after 30 seconds or after you die. Heavy ammo now lets everyone know which player or faction picked up ammo. 
and increased warning time on heavy ammo. It used to be 10 seconds, now it's 15 seconds. So, almost there, gentlemen. For the UI, there's a new visual treatment to quest nodes. Players can now click the left stick to hide the UI when inspecting items. This is for screenshotting and sharing purposes. That's freaking cool, right? Yeah, the weapons look pretty cool without all this stuff in front of it. Yep. I hope they're going to add some more features like that for our actual guardians. And man, I want to do Destiny Machinima so bad, but we just have no way to hide the UI. So For sure. Again, steps in the right direction. So... Uh, UI flyouts are now easier to navigate. Um, I'm not even going to keep going there. Audio fixes, companion fixes, technical stuff. None of that really got my attention. So I think that's 112 in a nutshell. The big news is reduced special ammo, a lot of changes with the PvP stuff that we went over. You can wear your helmet now. Man, great, right? So excited. (laughs) But vault space, we're all happy. I know some people still want more, but wonderful. Oh, I do want to bring up before we talk House of Wolves. Destiny Tracker launched their world records page. I brought it up last week. They are world records for Crucible and Raids. And it's really cool. You can see who's speedrunning, and it's a good step towards the future. Uh, We definitely want to have Rippin on the show in the future so we can talk about upcoming Destiny Tracker features. We love their site, destinytracker.com. Leaderboards, stats, more. Check it out. It's an awesome time. You ready for the topic, Diddy? Absolutely. Let's do it. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Out of consequence... Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested by Vanguard. Ghost Fragment, the Queen. For a while, the only lights were the eyes of the witches tending to the cell. The drone of the soul machines echoed through the prison. Gas billowed and ebbed into the shadows. She entered. They scurried to their points around her, the method of their arrangement precise. The Archon Priest has been retired, my queen, said the witch to her right. Far from throne and audience, she moved without theater. Any word of Calix Prime? We still sen- sense something among the Ananki's. This voice came from behind her. She did not turn to acknowledge it. For the span of a brief silence, she moved between the sealed cells of the wolf nobility with her witches in constellation around her. More of your brother's crows have entered the cauldrons of Rhea. The witch directly before her spoke with a dry buzz. The nine do not approve. She stopped a moment to study the sealed face of the cell. The cloud of her breath mingled with the slow exhalation of cryonics. Send them one of our prizes, something to commemorate our mutual victory. And which of your prisoners would you gift? If she paused to think it was only for an instant, send them Skolas, a lovely gesture. Mm. She cocked her head, as if listening for a frozen heartbeat. And remind them of this. The crows are mine. Oh my gosh. Could you just, like, read everything to me, please? <laughs> Alright, so, what Grimrock card is that? That is the ghost fragment for the queen, and now that we know kind of the premise of the House of Wolves storyline-ish, I wanted to read that because it gives us a lot of information about the Prison of Elders, the House of Wolves' nobility, and leadership. Yeah, so give me the breakdown. Like, how, do, how does that all play out, and how does it interact with Prison of Elders, which we know is the new game mode that we're getting with House of Wolves? So this Ghost Fragment, I don't know exactly when you acquire this Grimoire card, uh-huh. but um, this conversation between the Queen's Witches and the Queen, uh, I, I'm assuming the Witches are kind of like her um, counselors, her 
the guardsmen. Yeah, the they guardsmen kind of look like Star her, Wars guards. Yeah, and they they kind of uh, give her guidance and counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, it g- kind of gives me the impression that when they say the Archon Priest has been retired, it gives me the impression that this takes place after the Archon Priest strike that we play in Destiny. Yeah. So. And then she says, any word of Calix Prime? Calix Prime is the prime servitor for the House of Wolves before the Queen took over the House of Wolves. Yeah. And Calix Prime um, is in hiding with the Fallen. He's mm. hiding from the Queen. So they're like, we don't know where he is. Yeah. And then the witch says, we still sense something among the Ananke's. Ananke's is not mentioned anywhere else in Destiny lore, but I'm assuming... From Greek mythology, the Ananke's are like divine um, seers of someone's destiny. Uh-huh. So that kind of ties in. They're kind of like seers, I guess. I yeah, don't know. that would make sense. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. It does. Oh, so we still sense something among the Ananke's, like, you know, Calyx Prime is going to come into play, basically. And in the House of Wolves trailer, we see that the queens, probably witches, were betrayed and lied dead on the floor during the start of the cinematographic, oh my gosh, at the end (laughs) of the show, during the cinematic reveal. um, She's upset, and then we see the fallen walking away, but also talking to the prime. Do you think that is the prime that's mentioned in the card? Uh, I think it might be, yes. Or maybe a servant of him, because it's kind of a little... It's a little servitor. It's not like massive. Yeah, it looks like a little servitor. Yeah. yeah. Maybe but, a messenger. Yeah, definitely. But they follow the prime. Like that is the fallen's hierarchy, right? Yes. Very cool. It's exciting. Well, I mean, lore aside, I'm really excited to see the story progress. But the Prison of Elders is the new game mode that's coming in Destiny. A lot of people think this is going to be Horde or this is going to be like a Horde game mode. A little bit like Firefight, but with its own unique flair. Let's not overlook the fact that it has, you know, things that it can be unique or whatever. But we've talked about how cool it would be to see a Horde mode in Destiny for a long time. And the, and the things that sort of cue us on this and why we think in the announced notes, they're focused on variety and replayability with Prison of Elders. And a lot of people are upset but also happy that there is no raid. So if you guys don't know, there's no raid at launch with House of Wolves. We are told another raid is coming later this year. But Prison of Elders is apparently filling that spot. Now, Diddy, take it away. Prison of Elders, what do you think it is? Do you think it's a good thing? And yeah. I think Prison of Elders is somewhat Horde mode-like, mm-hmm. but also it's a collection of strike bosses. Yeah. So... In a typical prison, you have different cell blocks, like cell block A, cell block B, cell block C, etc. Mm-hmm. Each cell block is going to have its own strike boss or Enemy. collection of strike bosses. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to have to fight wave after wave to progress through the cell block. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to the end of the cell block, you have that big boss strike. Yeah. Right. And then in, once you move into the next room, you have different weapon modifiers, different strike bosses, and, like, different enemies. That's kind of redundant. But each cell block has its own weapon and damage and strike modifiers. It's different. As you progress through it is. And it'll increase in difficulty. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. It will just get harder and harder the further you go along. So cell block A is the easiest. Cell block B is a little bit more difficult. Cell block C, 
keep going on and on until you just beat the prison of elders. So you just clean the prison of elders of all this fallen rebellion. And then rinse and repeat. You know what makes me excited about the idea of this kind of a mode? If it is this, of course, it's all speculation. Replayability is a word that doesn't really vibe well when I think of the raids. Because if you get on to raid, it's one time a week. And when we only have two raids in the game, one of which is not very relevant, you're really only getting on to do one raid a week. The idea with Prison of Elders and being more replayable is that you could do this every single night and have a a reward at the end that's worthwhile. This is a mode that hopefully will be competitive enough to where you're going to want to continue to do this over and over again. It's not like, okay, I beat hard mode of Crota's End, now I'm kind of done until next week. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you guys want to run Prison of Elders tonight and the next night and the next night? You know what I'm saying? It can be a mode that gets people more excited and involved to play, right? Yeah, I don't want this to be something I can beat in one sitting. Certainly. Like, I want to do a different section of the Prison of Elders every day, you and know? If, like, if it unlocks over the course of a few weeks, you know what I'm saying? Or, or it takes a few weeks to beat. I guess unlock is kind of a scary word. People don't like that in the Destiny world. But, like, if it takes a few weeks to actually complete, like, the full rotation... And then if they had, like, okay, there's different rewards for the Prison of Elders, like, down a month later when we get patch 121, it's like, all right, guys, we've implemented new bosses into this wing of Prison of Elders. So, I don't know. It gets me very excited, to say the least. Uh, Trials of Osiris is also coming with House of Wolves, and we've talked about it for a long time. The community's known it's been a part of the game for a long time. Could you give, like... Brief overview, it's a competitive playlist for Destiny, um, just for the elite of the elite, kind of like a Hearthstone Arena ticket, but you have to earn that ticket in. Yeah, you have to win a certain amount of games in a playlist to get accepted into the Trials of Osiris. Yep. And then once you're in the Trials of Osiris, if you lose lose (laughs) a certain amount of games in a row, you're kicked out. Yeah. And you have to be reinvited. Yeah. This sounds and, cool. Oh my gosh, the gear. The gear picture they gave us looks amazing. Oh my god, Anubis and that hand cannon. Dude, that hand cannon is like the greatest hand cannon ever, and I've never even used it. It looks, it looks amazing. so good. I'll put a picture of the oh armor with the show notes, but I mean, it's amazing. It's gold. It looks like Egyptian-style um gear basically it's gonna be a good time it's something that i really like and it's gonna extend the lifespan of destiny okay so what was that one thing that we debated on okay the raid now the, the note said that there's no raid at launch we want to point that out a lot of people think there's never going to be a raid in house of wolves i sort of think that the notes again say the raid will be coming later this year i sort of think the raid's coming with comet you think it might be coming before then why well Bungie did say around Destiny's launch and around the Dark Below that each expansion is going to have a raid. They they kind of, they said that themselves. I don't remember where it was, but they said that. And I think it would be, well, wasn't Vault of Glass delayed at Destiny's launch? Like we couldn't raid. No, it didn't launch. come out for it didn't come out a few for a few later. months. You're right. Good point. But that's also because people had to get from level 1 to 26 or whatever, right? Yeah, but we had to wait for hard mode also. Exactly. You have to wait for hard mode. Just like with Dark Below, we had to wait for hard mode Crota to come out because mm-hmm. they wanted to give people time to find the bugs and they wanted people to get to max level so they they could do hard mode. Mhm. My 
logic, my line of thinking is there's not going to be a raid for House of Wolves at launch because they want people to experience this other endgame content, Trials of Osiris and Prison of Elders, and get ranked up so that they can release a raid before Comet comes out. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, it just makes sense to me that they, they're they not going to wait another three months before we get our first, our next raid. Mm. Because Bungie's taking a huge gamble not having a raid at launch for House of Wolves because raids are kind of what keep a lot of endgame players playing. Yeah. Because what else is there to do? Like, they can't do the story missions over and over again. Because yeah. Because that just gets redundant. But doing the raids over and over again is a little bit more exciting. And not having a raid is just it's very risky. Puts and pressure on House it, of Elders or Prison it, of Elders. It really does. Like, if Prison of Elders does not replace a raid in terms of replayability, then it's not going to work. No. Because we're going to need a raid soon. I agree. Man, so much awesome House of Wolves things to talk about. We're going to have even more to talk about after this Wednesday stream when we're going to get to see the new social space and find out about the new upgrade path. Something, probably the thing I'm most excited to hear about with this upcoming uh, expansion. So I do want to shout out real quickly at Josh Karash on Twitter sent us a community bounty montage. He completed last week's bounty in which we asked you guys to ride strike bosses like a rodeo. And he actually put together a video of him and his friends doing it, which is huge. It's going to be on the show notes. We don't have time for a full It Came From Twitter or a Tower Talk today. So guess what? You get lucky and you have one more week to try and complete our bounty of riding any strike boss kind of like a rodeo. So yeah, get to it. One more week. That doesn't happen often. Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Excellent. You can follow the show at Destiny, the show on Twitter. We love to hear your tweets. It's always nice. House of Wolves stuff is coming up soon. I want to hear opinions as much as possible. Destiny, the show.com for all the links from today's show and more. Twitch.tv slash Destiny, the show. Diddy's going to be streaming on there as soon as House of Wolves comes out, which is very exciting. So get primed and ready there. We might even be playing with folks from our community. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon on Twitter youtube.com slash bbkdragoon as well. We hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time, Guardian.